welcome to the Ron Pertee Show. I am your host, Ron Pertee, and you can find out more about me and all my social media and Patreons and all sorts of other things at ron.world. I have a whole world. You can go and you can you can peruse it. You can live in it for a little while. Rent is cheap. Got a lot to talk about today. And so very little time to talk about it. I could talk for hours, but no one would listen to me for hours. Before we go in any further, I just want to hope everybody had... I just want to say that I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, Mine was a day. And we'll get into how I spent my Thanksgiving in a little while. But first, I want to address this. I'm a nerd. I'm... A comic book nerd. It's it's known. It's it's common knowledge. And I, like many other people uh, of my ilk, were sad at the passing of Stan Lee. Uh, the man's like the Beatles. Uh, if you're a music fan. You know, uh, he... He may not be somebody that you you enjoyed reading. However, somebody that you do love reading was inspired by him. That's how that's how it works. And the genre of comic books, there are modern day mythology. You know, and I mean, there are the people who take it way, 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 way too seriously out there. I get it. But then things don't help. Things aren't exactly helped when you have someone like Bill Maher opening his mouth. Now, if you don't know, uh, Exactly what happened. I'm going to run it through here, here for you. Uh, in a blog post, uh, Bill Maher had criticized the people who were mourning the passing of Stan Lee. Which is just odd. Uh, I mean, Stan brought us the X-Men, Spider-Man, Hulk. I mean, it's just, the list goes on and on. Now, he's blasting people for being, quote, in deep, deep mourning over a man who simply inspired millions to, quote, watch a movie. I don't... Okay, we'll get to the rest of his statement in a second, but first off, reading the Fantastic Four didn't inspire me to watch a movie. It inspired me to read more. To... Because there are words in comic books, Bill. It's not just pictures. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Stephen King. You know, the widely published author. The one loved by millions. Worked on a comic book called American Vampire. His Dark Tower series was turned into a comic book. So I don't see how Stan Lee inspired anybody to watch a movie. You know what inspired me to watch a movie? 
Shudder having a, a, a marathon with Joe Bob Briggs. That inspired me to watch a movie. But we'll get to Joe Bob in a little bit. But Bill Maher went on to say that comic book fans... You know, he, went, he just really ripped into comic book fans. Said that when he was young, it was understood that the comics were just for children and that people were supposed to grow up and move on to, quote, big boy books without the pictures. Does he not understand the kind of, of topics that comic books tackle? Identity Crisis dealt with uh, uh, PTSD uh, after, after a traumatic uh, uh, assault. Death of Superman, uh, the death of heroes. I mean, w- these aren't kiddie things. There are kiddie comics out there, but they're for kids. 99% of the stuff you pick up from DC, 99% of the stuff you pick up from Marvel is not very kid-friendly. An image? Puh, what out? No, no. I don't think there's a single kid-friendly book that came out of that, out of that, that imprint. They have books like Southern Bastards and Sex Criminals and Outcast about exorcisms. How is that for children? And all those people at some point were inspired by Stan Lee. So it's like you're just pulling your pants down and pooping on the Beatles. I mean, his comments, he drew a lot of backlash from comic book fans and, and uh, Stan Lee's company, Powell Entertainment, called the remarks disgusting. And the organization said, organization, I can't talk today, folks. The organization said Lee inspired millions to read, quote, that heroes can have flaws and even villains can show humanity within their souls. When's the last time you read a book like that? Bill, when's the last time you read a book? All you do is run your mouth about politics because you can't talk about anything else. Because you're inept. How's that for a big word from a comic book fan, Bill? And he said that the, his, uh, the outrage to his comments proved it, it makes his point for him. He said, quote, I don't read comic books. I didn't even read them when I was a child. Maybe that's why you are the way you are. What I was saying is a culture that thinks that comic books and comic book movies are profound meditations on the human condition is a dumb blanking culture. And for people to get mad at that just proves my point. And he said that when he was on Larry King Now. He also clarified he wasn't intending to take a swipe at Lee, but the comic book concept in general. I I just don't get it. Is this how you stay relevant, Bill? Are the ratings that bad on real time? Has HBO said, you better do something? I just don't understand. I don't understand your way of thinking. The guy died. And you knew by saying this, people were going to look at it like it's a swipe at Stan Lee. 
And you swipe at Stanley and bad things happen. Now, I'm not going to talk more about this guy because all he's doing is making me mad. He's pro- I'm proving his point for him. You know. You know, Stan's creations that he made with countless other people like Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko have appeared in over 2 billion comic books in countless languages. But yeah, no. Uh, so all those people, all those people just, yeah, they're just little kids. Looking at pictures, aren't they, Bill? You picked the wrong hill to die on, son. That's all I got to say. The wrong hill to die on. I mean, comics are this amazing genre that that can, it can show, showcase so much stuff. You've got, you've got uh, like, for instance, Planet of the Apes. Okay, Visionaries. Uh, it was a comic book, because, but it was originally Rod Serling's script. Are you now going to crap all over Rod Serling, who may very well be the best television writer ever? Because then you're going to get Twilight Zone fl- uh, flack for that. Comics are a very viable mean- medium. And there are plenty of people out there who would agree with me. It just doesn't doesn't make any sense. Any sense whatsoever. Much like the tweet that came out uh, uh, from the Twitter account at For America uh, during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, where uh, two women, women kissed. And their tweet, their tweet read, Millions of small children just watched two girls kiss and had the innocence broken. Had their innocence broken this morning, at NBC and at Macy's, just blindsided parents who expected this to be a family program so they could push their agenda on little kids. And what agenda is that? It looks like they're pushing love on kids, showing, hey kids, it's okay to love someone. I just, I, I don't, I don't get people. Okay, and I, here's the thing. I understand that there's going to be horrible individuals in this world. But the fact that we're getting more and more and more and more horrible individuals. Now we have a president that's a horrible individual. It just, it doesn't make sense. I'm just I'm just tired of, of of Twitter accounts like this one. And please don't go to their Twitter account. Please don't read their their rhetoric. It's horrible. I'll just tell you what the description says. Our mission is to reinvigorate the public with principles of American exceptionalism, freedom, prosperity, and virtue. And after that tweet went out, Ted Lou 
The congressman said, Dear at for America, let me correct your statement. What actually happened is that millions of small children just watched two girls kiss and had their discriminatory views taught by bigoted adults broken this morning. In America, family programs include gay families. Get it? Makes sense to me. But of course, the president of For America said, Congressman, not everything has to be a quest for social justice. It's a Thanksgiving parade with cartoon balloons and Santa Claus. It's for little kids. Relax. Go draft some legislation that stops Charlie Brown from being a racist. I know you want to. What is wrong with people? Sir, I want you to tell me, please. Someone explain it to me. Dumb it down. I don't get it. I'm sorry for yelling, but I just don't understand. We should be trying to love one another, but instead we're tearing everything apart. Everything. The world's going to end in a couple years because Dum Dum doesn't know what he's doing with climate change. But hey, who cares, right? We had a good run. Gotta have that coal. Gotta keep those gays from getting married. Gotta keep people from loving each other. I don't know. I think maybe sometimes I'm wasting my breath with these people. I think, so. I think that's just the way it is. I don't, I don't get it. And I don't think I ever will. But. So my Thanksgiving was kind of. A giant mess. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about the personal aspect of it. Mom being uh, up at the, the rehab center for her leg. Uh, we went up there. wasn't exactly a, a thrilling uh, event. So Thanksgiving became a Thursday for uh, my brother and I. Um, but the highlight, the highlight of the day, of the week, maybe even the month, was the Dinners of Death Marathon on Shutter, hosted by uh, one of my heroes, uh, Joe Bob Briggs. And um, fans of Joe Bob knew going in that one of the movies was going to end up being Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it's a film I've seen countless times. I saw it first when I was seven, but I've told that story. Go back and listen uh, to old episodes. I talk about it all the time. But hearing his insight to, to, to Chainsaw was just amazing. And hearing him talk about... Uh, uh, about it just showed how much he loved this film and how at the end when he talked about Toby and he got weepy a little bit like you could see he wanted to cry it made me want to cry because while Toby's entire catalog didn't inspire me like Chainsaw did Chainsaw's a big part of my life and as the evening went on, the, the marathon, uh, there was uh, The Hills Have Eyes, the original one, uh, directed by Wes Craven. And Michael Berryman came on, and they were talking. And, and when you watch a movie with Michael Berryman, uh, you kind of get this uh, uh, 
impression of him just based on his looks. But the man's very intelligent, very funny, charming individual. Uh, and I, I think that uh, he's one of the better character actors out today. And uh, he should be uh, putting more stuff. After that was a film called, uh, wow, this film, uh, Takashi Miike's Dead or Alive. And I don't know what to say about this film. It is crazy. And there are, I, I like to think that I've seen uh, uh, pretty much everything. Uh, I watched Two Girls, One Cup while eating a brownie. I did. And it didn't do anything to me. However, there's a sequence in Dead or Alive that made me want to vomit. It's just all over the place. Uh, it's I'm not going to say it's a mess. I'm just going to say it's all over the place. And uh, it, uh, it's crazy. Crazy. Uh, and the evening was topped off by Blood, blood Rage, which is one of those 80s films that you never thought you'd ever see again. And I'm glad it's, that Shudder has it, and I'm glad that people are watching it now because that movie is such horrible enjoyment. Does that make sense? Like you're watching this film and you're like, this is really bad, but I'm having a good time. And I don't know if it was chalked up to the fact that Joe Bob is hosting and there's a communal experience and you can now go out there and talk to people about a film called Blood Rage. Uh, I mean, it just kind of... I don't know if that's that or if it's the fact that the film is just crappy fun. I don't get it. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's all I'm going to do uh, for today. I'm kind of, yeah, kind of emotionally drained. But I can't wait for Joe Bob's next uh, in December. I think it's the 21st on Shudder. It's going to be a very Joe Bob Christmas. And I think there's bubblings of a new show next year. Uh, so I can't wait for that. Uh, I am going to now uh, bid adieu to all of you fine people. Don't forget to head over to ron.world. Uh, you can find past episodes. Uh, you can find the Patreon, which I would greatly appreciate your support. Uh, if you just want to make a one-time donation instead of doing a monthly thing, uh, there is a link to the PayPal. All donations are greatly appreciated, especially now. Uh, and, uh, there's all sorts of stuff. There's even merch. There's a, there's a t-shirt for the Ron Perti show, folks. You can adorn your body with my shirt. Don't think about it like that. That's just gross. That's just, that's not pretty. Um, but yeah, so we got a lot of snow coming our way here in Wisconsin. I'm going to hunker down with a hot pocket and I'm going to watch, uh, I don't know what I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch something. I'm going to relax. It's going to be fun. Rest in peace, Ricky J. And don't forget to feed the fish. Mm-hmm.